What the heck is going on, people? Actually, let me take that back. You already know what the heck is going on. It's Stay Frothy, the podcast you'll hate that you love. Uh, it's me, Brad, your host, and Craig to my left. Yeah. He's the guy in the leather jacket, if you're watching the video. Leather jackets now. Leather jackets. Um, we got a public service announcement before we start this uh, podcast off right. Uh, first things first, it's 2019, and I'm triggered. I'm fucking triggered. Do you see this can? Okay, I don't normally get triggered, but this shit right here has got me a little bit out of shape, a little bent out of shape. White Claws come in these skinny cans, okay? These these types of cans, not a beer can. I don't expect to drink my White Claw out of a fucking beer can. So White Claw, I don't know who in your marketing department has decided to do this, but they need to be fired. Fuck that. Yeah, I want to be feeling skinny happens. when I'm drinking this, this shit. This is what happens in Trump's America. All right. We had, <laughs> we had a really good thing going with White Claws. You had the skinny cans, skinny vibes. You know, we're all about being healthy and really watching our physiques. And yeah. God forbid, you're going to make me, you're going to remind me that I'm drinking something that's an alcoholic beverage that could possibly resemble a beer. A beer? Come on. Get it together. However, Get it the fuck together. However, what I will say is beyond that, there is a new flavor out. Yeah. You know, we're going to end on a high, white we'll, we, we'll take this out on a high note because you know we won't bash White Claw because we are the unofficial ambassadors of White Claw yeah. uh, on Stay Frothy, but they do have a new color. Do you want to introduce that color, Craig? Yes. So um, I, I had a or little flavor. T- I said I color. Had a, I had it a is new, a, diff- a different color. I had a little taste of um, this flavor. It came out about a week ago, two weeks ago. About uh, a week Super ago. Weekend, and I uh, haven't really had a full one yet. So... I'm going to crack into the new flavor. It's mango, actually. Mango. Uh, which I would really assume is going to taste quite nice. Uh, pleasant hint of mango. Yeah. Uh, followed by the refreshing uh, aftertaste of seltzer water. Yeah. So here goes nothing. Uh, here, here we go. Yeah. Let's get frothy. Thoughts? T-H-O-T-S? That, it's it's fantastic. It, it's, it's phenomenal. So fantastic. You guys hear that? It's phenomenal. Um, Go out there and get you some mango White Claw, people. It's still on my tongue. I'm telling you, this is a good one. This is a really good flavor. Savory one. I can vouch for it because I had it before this podcast. It's it. Mm. So my thing with the mm. black cherries is the black cherries from time to time have a little too much of a sugary taste to it. Yeah. Uh, then you have ruby uh, grapefruit, ruby red grapefruit, which. Let's be real with each other. I it's mean, not that great. People, but people just don't really like drink great, like eat grapefruits like that. So yeah. it's like kind of it kind of throws me for a loop. It's not really lime my speed. and lemon are just okay. This is to me. Th- this is the more. This is the perfect flavor. This, this is, is on brand. Flavor. It's on brand. Good shit. All right. So before we get this podcast going, here we go. Three, two, one. Let's get frothy, people. <laughs> um, so, Craig, do you want to lead this one off? You had an uh, interesting uh, topic. Yeah, were, so uh, I was you know, browsing the about. web, getting inundated with meaningless shit on my social media accounts. When I came across a story about a guy in Colorado um, who recently has uh, put out you know, a, a statement saying that his, his company has gone under. He, he runs a sporting goods store. Uh, somewhere in Colorado, and the reason why it's gone under is when Nike decided to make Colin Kaepernick the spokesperson for their brand and, and yeah. start producing a lot of those, uproar, a lot you know, of those uproar. commercials around it. Yes, there was a lot of uproar, and this guy went so much on the extreme to say, "I'm not going to support Nike as a brand anymore. I will not sell their merchandise in my stores anymore." 
And so at this point now, it's been, I don't know how long since Colin Kaepernick has gone out and said, you know, like I'm, I'm the spokesperson. This guy's business has gotten run to the ground. He had decided that he was going to put his entire business in jeopardy because of a vendetta that he has on Colin Kaepernick taking a knee during the, during the national anthem. And so he, I, he took it more as like a personal attack on um, the military. Yeah. And so yeah. for that, he was going to boycott Nike at his store. Yeah. So he puts up all these pictures of military folks, police officers, things of that nature. Not as if like Colin Kaepernick was at all insulting them, was more so saying a statement over in, you know, racial injustice in the United right. States. Right. This we guy know just the, we know the misunderstood the whole message and put his employees and his company at his risk. His livelihood. To boycott Nike. I mean, how fucking stupid do you have to be (laughs) to boycott Nike? I mean, Nike is the benchmark of athletic apparel in not only the United States, but the world. Yeah. I mean, even if you disagree with what Colin Kaepernick has been doing, which I don't understand why you would, but yes, there are certain, you know, pieces that a lot of people nitpick about and think and take and misconstrue out of context. But for you to jeopardize your livelihood over something political, it just that doesn't I can't wrap my head around that. I mean, it's politics, right? Yes. Some sometimes we get a little bit of ahead of ourselves, but I'm not gonna do anything that's going to jeopardize my livelihood, my family, my income over something that really has no correlation that affects me immediately. I mean, it, it really didn't affect him immediately, right? I mean, it literally, like, he did something that runs hand-in-hand hand with their motto. Like, I know you have internet on this. Just check what their, their motto is. It's something that revolves around, like... like Nike's motto? Yeah. It's like, like dare, dare to, like, sacrifice everything in order to, like, accomplish something. Like, it's something that revolves around that. If you could look it up. Oh, yeah. Um, it, it, it's, it's something that coincides exactly with what Nike's mot- uh, motto is. It's like, believe in every, like believe in what you believe in and be willing to sacrifice everything for it. And he's like, man, I don't like this, man. I don't like Colin Kaepernick. And he literally just does exactly. Yeah. That's what it All is. Right. It says, we just pulled believe it up. In something, even if it means sacrificing everything, like he believed in something. Okay. He believed that Colin Kaepernick and um, his stance against, like I said, racial injustice in the United States was, so against whatever he believed in, which I, again, it doesn't run parallel because it has nothing to do with the military. Mm-hmm. And so he believed in that and sacrificed everything for it. But he was against that motto. Come on, bro. <laughs> That's the irony behind it. That's for the sure. irony. Like you literally, <laughs> like he had, and it was somewhere upwards to 300,000 plus merchandise. Like he has a big, big athletic, uh, athletic distribution store. Like yeah. He, and he took all of that, that merchandise, it slashed, gouged the prices just to get it out of the store so that he could then cancel all of his Nike orders to where, like, dude, I'm telling you, people barely shop in stores anymore. Let yeah, alone it's all go online to like, now. Yeah, let alone go to, like, things like Dick's Sporting Goods or these, these different private stores. Yeah, you're telling me you're not going to have Nike? The largest sports uh, retail company how can you logically make a decision on like stuff to buy like when you're gonna buy sneakers 
You want every option out there. Like when I go to try on sneakers, like I look at some Adidas shoes, I'm like, those are pretty cool. I look at some Reebok shoes, I'm like, those are pretty cool. Converse, Puma, you name it. Mm. But I want to give you it a fair evaluation no Pumas, against the industry norm, which is Nike. Yeah. And you're telling me you're not going to carry that? I'm sorry, dog. Well, I can't shop at your store because I'm not allowing myself <laughs> this to is fairly a fair assess assessment. the options out there. Yeah. <laughs> I can't gauge my full options here if I can only try on K-Swiss and New Balance. Okay, I need some Nikes in the mix. Too. I need it. <laughs> I have to have Nikes. I'm wearing Nikes right now. It it, it makes no sense to me. Nike's the largest uh, sports retailer in the world. And if for this guy to publicly like really make a big deal out of it, like he's pretty much saying like, hey, like I want everybody to know that I'm in a really bad situation because I personally decided to run my athletic store in the ground because I stopped carrying Nike shit. Like, I can't sell jerseys. I can't sell their running shoes. I can't sell, like, certain college apparel. I can't sell anything Nike, which is probably the bulk load of the shit that people bought from my store in the first place. Like, come on, dude. You're not even giving yourself a fair shot to sell shit in the market by not carrying Nike, let alone your own beliefs. Like, I know people that will sell their souls to the devil. To the devil. For a quick buck. Like, yo, we got, like, occupations like like stripping and prostitution. You got, like, hitmen. You have people that work in like the marketing department for the guys that set up the fire festival. Okay. Like, man, like, (laughs) yo, this is like wrong. Like I know like what I'm doing is, is wrong, but like, I need the buck. Like I got to get paid. Yo, this dude like literally is like, I, I not only hate Colin Kaepernick, I hate money and I hate my business. (laughs) I want to be unsuccessful. And I want everybody to know about it. I'm, I'm sad ruin, and it's I'm my gonna fault. I'm going to ruin all of my success over this. Yes, it's my fault that I'm unsuccessful because Colin Kaepernick <laughs> said what he said and I don't like it, so I'm just going to drive my business into the ground. Yikes. Come on, bro. Give me a break. Yikes. I feel so awkward drinking out of this can, by the way. I hate you should to, try. I, you should try a mango. I, mean, I know. Been, I'm just delightful. It's not the same drinking out of a, a beer shaped can drinking a white claw. It's yeah. not the same. Um, yeah, so, that I dude. Mean, that dude's a fucking like lunatic. Yeah, I mean he. He's a nut job. I mean, what an L! And I, I love how public he is about it. He's a fat of L. Course, of course, it's like recently, Colin Kaepernick. Just won his case, got like some settlement against his case against the NFL. Yeah, he um, also just got signed to a team. Did he? Yeah, I think he's playing for the Jets. I think he's signed by the Jets. Are you sure? One year, nine million dollars. Yes, like you can look that up as well. Okay. Um, and he also got to run this guy's business into the ground. I mean, <laughs> what a week for Colin Kaepernick, man. <laughs> um, hold up, I'm literally Jet, Jets checking. contract. Just Jets. Jets. Contract. Yeah. Uh, Colin Kaepernick wanted twenty million to play in the AAF. <laughs> nice. Uh, I don't think that's confirmed, man. Uh, well, we can look into that, but I mean, I'm sure he'll probably be picked up at some point. Uh, but regardless, he still won a settlement, and he still drove this guy's uh, <clears throat> business. entire business to the ground. Man, that is hilarious. Hmm. Uh. So, I was um, commuting to work one day, and I just realized, so every day, I I used to take the metro, 
and now since I moved into the city, I take the uh, the bus because it's just a straight shot. And some people might think taking the bus, like if you live in a rural area, is like unheard of or like just like a, a outcast or like something that's not the norm. But it very much is the norm uh, when you live in urban areas. Um, and I just realized how much I fucking hate public transportation. Yeah, it's the I mean, worst. Public, public transportation. I mean, at first, you even mentioned this when we were talking a little earlier. Um, like when you first move into a city, you're kind of excited. You're like, yeah, okay. Like I'm going to, I'm going to be taking the train to work. Like I'm not going to be driving like in rural areas, say Raleigh, for example, everybody drives, right? Everybody drives. It's yeah. like, there's no, they have public transportation, transportation, but for the most part, everyone has their own mode of transportation, which right. is a car. And so <laughs> then all of a sudden now you throw in this, this caveat of like public transportation and not having to drive and having everything kind of at your fingertips. And so taking the train is exciting at first. And so you get on the train and, you know, you start doing it. It's, you know, a little bit of a rush. You have to, like, time your day-to-day um, from, like, or not day-to-day, your door-to-door commute. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I remember when I lived out in Arlington, it took me probably 25 minutes door-to-door with everything going right. And at yeah. first it starts going right. You mean right. stop the to train, stop. When you say door-to-door, you mean stop to stop. No, no. I mean, like, when I walk out of my door mm-hmm. to when I walk in the office, it's like 25 to 30 minutes. Yeah. So that's, I know that I should get out of my place at like 7.45 in order to give myself maybe like a 10-minute buffer to get to work on time. Okay. So everything needs to go right. So at first, everything kind of does go right. Mm-hmm. And then you have a hiccup every once in a while where things are like a little delayed or like someone's wowing out on the train and whatnot. <laughs> and, you know, so, you know, it just takes a little longer. However, then you start to see more often that public transportation is just an absolute nightmare. It's a dumpster like, fire. Like let's take, for example, that door-to-door commute. I remember when I'd be going to work and it was pretty strict. Like, and you know, you work at the company I used to work at. They're like, be on time. Yeah. Be on time to work. And most companies should be like that and and are like that. And so there wasn't really a lot of wiggle room around that. So I'd be on my way to work and timing it perfectly so that you can get in (laughs) into the office on time. Yeah. And that maybe it's my fault because, you know, our generation, we just want to do enough to make sure we just. (laughs) Are safe when right. time constraint, get as much sleep as possible, take as much time as I can in the shower, right. et cetera. So you're on the way, and I'm, I'm sure you see this. There'll be an announcement over the, uh, over the, over the intercom. intercom. Yeah. It's just like, um, attention all passengers. Uh, our sincerest apologies for the delay. There is a fire two stations <laughs> up, and we are offloading every single metro car on this track. Meanwhile, you're stuck in there like sardines because it's like the rush hour. You might the still morning be in a tunnel. Hour. You just might be in a tunnel. Yeah. And they're like, we're going to offload at this next stop. Have fun trying to get to work. <laughs> and so you go from, oh, man, like I timed it perfectly. I was going to be there maybe Two. five minutes late. Yeah. I am now going to be an hour late for work. <laughs> I am now definitely going to catch a load of smoke when I get in the office. <laughs> You have to like come in after that. After that happens, you have to come in and like announce it. Yeah, you're like, like, hey, yeah, guys, I was on the metro. And, uh, it was crazy, crazy shit that happened at uh, there was the a fire. Plaza. There, there was, was a, a fucking fire. fire on the metro, and people were like, yeah, there was a fire. And you're like, you're like an hour and a half late. <laughs> you know what time it is? <laughs> yeah, like, you know what time it is. Like, you probably been thinking about what you were gonna do when you got in here the entire time. You were like super late. <laughs> Not only that, but I just think the commute itself. I used to live out in Arlington too. Craig and I used to live rel- relatively close. We were like um, a city apart, 
out in Arlington. So there's like little pockets of Arlington. There's like Clarendon and, and Boston. I lived in Boston. Um, and just a commute. I'm personally a, a guy who likes to see daylight for a good a, a good bit of time, especially when it's daylight savings time when I go to work. So that I like that aspect of, you know, when you're driving to work in your car, you can at least have some sort of like interaction with the outside and daylight, whatever it may be. But when you take the metro, you are underground for the entirety of your commute until you like step out from underneath the ground and come up and then you walk outside for that brief five minute commute from the metro to your actual destination. And I'll tell you what, man, I was so depressed that like I was excited when I first like realized that I was going to take public transportation because I'm like, yeah, it's urban, it's city. And after the first half or first like six months of taking it, I'm like, this is, this is a lot. And then being jammed on those, on those Metro cars, like people breathing on you with their hot fucking breath. It's just like the most uncomfortable experience. You want to talk about depressed? Like, okay. Yeah. Depressed is one thing. There's also an aspect of, Okay, I'm just going to surrender my personal space. <laughs> I'm okay with now like a bunch of strangers that like you see different people every day. <laughs> like I'd ride the same car every day. I see different people. I'm okay with these people rubbing up on me. <laughs> like you'll you'll be holding the bar, putting their hand they're on like, my hand. hand. <laughs> their hand will literally be like on top of your hand and you're just like <laughs> like breathing on me. Like I was telling you that that episode of it's always sunny when D is on the bus and she's just like pressed up against this guy. And like, she's like, could you please not breathe directly into my mouth? The guy doesn't say anything. She's like, Oh my God. Like, all right, here's just like another wackadoo on the, on the bus. And this guy just spits up. He's like, just throws up on his chest. Like that, that type of shit like can happen to anybody on the train. Like people just freak out. Like we were just watching earlier, just a freak out video of a woman on the on the train, and I don't know what had happened to her day. I don't know what the whole circumstances are, but you just like have a mental meltdown because you're underground in a tunnel, pressed up like a sardine, yeah, with no end in sight. If there's a delay, you're just sitting there in the dark. Yeah, dude, there's times. I can't tell you how freaked out from time to time I'd be on the train and all of a sudden just the lights light shut, shut off. off. Yeah, I dude, facts, <laughs> facts. When I first moved into the city and that shit happened, I'm like, yo, is somebody attacking us? Yo, like, this like, is so suspect. Like we, we've all seen I Am Legend. Like we all know that like zombie <laughs> apocalypse can just like trigger in a moment's notice. And God forbid, imagine you're just during on a I metro. Am Legend, yeah, like during I Am Legend, there's a zombie apocalypse and you're just like trapped in the tunnel. And there's just some, like, guy that keeps coming over that just goes, yeah, guys, sorry again. Uh, there's some sort of delay at the station in front of us. We're, uh, you know, backed up behind a couple trains. And the, the whole issue is there's actually a zombie apocalypse <laughs> and that everybody's going to probably die down there. But you're just in the dark. That is the worst place to be. That is, that is the worst. You're like, how many feet down into the ground? Stuck. <laughs> 30, 40 feet below the ground. Yeah. In a tunnel. Yeah. If that doesn't like paint a good picture for you, like how the the metro can be depressing and scary. Now, overall, it's, it's it runs efficiently for the most part, right? I I don't I I would I not haven't call taken it, it in like two I years. Call it official. I I remember getting on there and like things would happen. Like I remember when the Pope was in town years back, and it was so backed up. And I was just kind of thinking to myself, like, you know, is there someone that works day to day, and the trains are fucking up? And he's like, you know what? I'm going to be on the hook for this one. (laughs) 
I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get in trouble for this. <laughs> like we fucked up today. Like a, like a lot of people are late to work today. But at the end of the, I mean, the, they, there's nothing they can do about that. Yeah, there's nothing that you could do. They're just about like, that. well, you guys are late, guys. Well, okay, well, so I'm the, sorry. So I guess as an institution, I mean, it's it's hard to hold people accountable for, um, yeah, you know, the, the trains being on time and whatnot. However, it isn't hard to hold people accountable for their overall behavior on the train. Yeah, and on there the is, bus too. There is an and on the bus. There is an Instagram account called Subway Creatures. <laughs> like, I recommend that you follow it. Like, there will be people on the train dressed up like trees. There'll be people on the, like, like pooping themselves on the train. <laughs> there will be people with giant lizards on the train. There'll I, be people just, again, like having meltdowns. There'll be people hooking up. There'll be people doing anything you could possibly think of on a, the train. It's a fucking circus, man. It's a circus. It's crazy. Like, you'll be, I remember when I used to go back out to Branch Avenue, even when I first moved here, I lived in Maryland. And, uh, Coincidentally, a lot of construction workers would live out there, mm-hmm. and so you're getting on the you're getting on the train, the Green Line, which the Green Line's rough. Yeah, you're getting on the Green Line to the last stop in Maryland. Yeah, and you're, say you just you're sitting next to a construction worker, some guy that's been doing manual labor all day. Yeah, and you're like, bruh, you stink like <laughs> shit. <laughs> like I have to get my clothes dry cleaned every single fucking time I wear them because you. <laughs> It's rubbing off on you. Are sitting right next to me. What if yes. that man can't help it, dude? He works in construction. I know, He's but I'm not. There. He can't help it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that it came down to that. But dog, like, <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to be a part of that. Damn, yo, Craig out here just flaming people just doing their job. No, it's like, a long that's day. Not what I'm, that's not what I'm trying to do. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> it shouldn't be like that. Like, we shouldn't be all yeah. on top of each other. Yeah, you shouldn't be like. You shouldn't have to succumb to somebody else's body odor like it's just like a space thing like yeah it is a personal I, space listen like you gotta do what you gotta do like there's gonna be re- repercussions to you know every single job yeah. like it, you know if you, if you smell you smell i used to be a trash guy like mm-hmm. i recognize the aspect of like i stunk like shit <laughs> i would be taking a car ride home by myself not like on a train Next to like, yeah, but what if they can't afford it? Like, what if they can't afford an Uber? It's a shitty system, though. That's what we're talking about. It sucks. Like, public transportation sucks. I mean, you know what you're getting into is basically what you're saying. Yeah, you know what you're getting you, into. You're going to run into all sorts of uh, instances, uh, weirdos, um, you name it, man. I mean, I, I don't really have some crazy public transportation stories other than the fact that just people be wilding on, on public transportation. Well, I, have, I have a pretty good public transportation it's, story. Yeah. So um, it's funny, me, me and um, a couple of my buddies from school, from college, we went down to Miami for my 21st birthday. Yeah. And so we went out to uh, Ultra Festival for the first night. Uh, we actually went out three nights, but the first night, you know, we all go out and you know, after Ultra's over and Ultra ends around midnight. And so public transportation is still going mm-hmm. and we all pile onto the bus and there's a lot of people on there. Everybody's like decked out, and they're like, "I'm at a rave, clothes and shit." Yeah, and there's uh, it's ultra, bro. Yeah, yeah. There's, <laughs> there's this like older African American gentleman sitting next to my my buddy Jay, and so this guy just kind of like, you know, he's he's like sleeping, he's like nodding off, and so he falls on Jay's shoulder, and uh, you know, we're kind of like all looking at each other, like, ah, this is hilarious. This guy is just like passed, you know, passed out, on, out on your boy, and so we were we were going to the last stop, which was close to where our resort was. And once we got to the stop, everybody clears off the bus and, and the bus driver even gets up and he's like, Hey, like everybody, if you're on the bus, Oh, I see you, sir. Like 
sir, you need to get up. And, you know, he goes to the back to see if there's anybody left. And the guy just never got up. He's just not reacting to anything. He was, so, was he dead? So what <laughs> happens is, like, he goes up to this guy. He's like, sir, like, I- I'm not going to ask you again. Please, like, shakes the guy once. Sir, shakes the guy again. This guy is not responding. So <laughs> this guy's dead. Yeah. Like, this guy's like, definitely dead. Jesus. Like, he just, like, died on, on my buddy's shoulder. Yeah. And so, like, I'm... I'm like sad, like and I, I, you know, we're all like, "Yo, we should call nine one one." Like, what are we gonna do? But this bus driver was like, "Nah, like not today." And he literally like says this out loud. He's like, "You know what? Like, I've been working all day. I ain't got time for this yeah. shit. I gotta go home. Like, I don't have time today." Grabs homie's ankles. I'm camping this shit up. This is wild. Grabs homie's ankles. Yo. Drags him off the bus. His head is like bouncing off the stairs. Like, dong, dong. And I'm like, and like, this is crazy. Like, this does not make any sense. Puts him on the side of the road. Gets on the bus and drives off. I'm like, yo, this is, this is next level. That's mad disrespectful. Like, we're around like all these other kids that just gotten dropped off. We're like, well, so we are going to definitely call nine one one. Absolutely. Went, so the ambulance comes here. This is insane. And yeah, I mean, like, bro, never woke up. I, I don't know if he was dead or not. Like, I didn't like check his pulse or whatnot. Uh, once you know, once the ambulance and stuff got there, we all left. It, this was insane. I mean, like that is just public transportation at its <laughs> finest. No. That's crazy, like, man. Brody I, is driving the bus and like he didn't give a shit. Yeah, I mean, yo, you got a dead body on your hands, man, or like somebody that was not good. That's mad disrespectful, man. I really feel for that guy. I mean, how long ago was this though? Yo, this was when I was in college. This is when you're this was in like college. six years ago, seven years ago. That's still sad, man. Fuck. Like, what's up, Dade County? Miami, yeah. Florida. Miami. Wildin'. Like, Florida dudes down there be crazy. <laughs> Florida as a state, we could just get into that on a different topic. But dude, I was on I was on the train uh, maybe like three years ago, and I just got on. It's again just like another classic case of being packed in there like sardines. And this woman gets on gets on the uh, on the train with a stroller. Oh, she gets on the train with a stroller. I remember you telling me this one. I'm like, this is a massive, really nice stroller, like diaper bag, whole nine yards. And she looked like a, a regular, like human being. She looked right? like she looked like, like someone's not like, a fucking aunt, creature, like someone's older aunt or like grandmother who's like babysitting, like kids mm-hmm. in the city who's like parents are working. Yeah, which is like a, a, I'm sure a thing. I don't know, but like that's kind of like how I interpreted her presence. And so it's rush hour, so people are trying to pack on there, and this stroller is taking up a ton of room, right? And so. Naturally, there's nothing wrong with it. Listen, if you have to have a stroller for your kids, you have to have a stroller for your kids. Right, yeah. And so, people, can't, people can't fault you for that. Right. So as you know, you're on public transportation, things like shift around. You get like new angles. Like You have to stand in different places because there's so many people on the train. Mm-hmm. And so as like uh, my, uh, my, my roommate guy has been on the podcast before, he actually notices. He's standing right next to me. He's like, yo, like, I don't know. I, I looked into the... <laughs> The stroller and it's kind of weird. I'm like, what? It was weird, man. Like the woman's there's babies in there looking man. out for the kids. Like, there's breathing babies in there. Yeah, yeah. He's like, no, I don't. I don't know if those are babies. Like, I, <laughs> I'm like, well, what could they be? He's like, I think they're dolls. I'm like, dude, that would be crazy. Like, why would she? Why would this woman, who would like look sane to me, have like this expensive stroller and a diaper bag and be taking up all this room? During for rush some, hour. For some dolls. For some dolls. Like, that would be next level. And I'm like, just chill out. And, like, I, he literally looked at me. and was like, yeah, you're right. Like, I'm crazy. I don't know what I was thinking. Yeah. And so as we start, you know, like, you get to a certain part um, when you're going out to Northern Virginia where uh, people just start getting off. Like, they stop getting on. They start getting off. Yeah. 
And so as it's clearing out, you know, we're kind of getting closer and I'm trying to like peek in cause I'm, I, I'm like not a hundred percent sure. I'm yeah. just like curious. And so I, <laughs> I, I look in and I see like some tiny little feet. I'm like, all right, they're babies. Right. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not fucking losing it. <laughs> and so as we get off on our stop, we have to walk past her. So I'm like, I'm going to take one final look in. Yo, I look in there and he was right. This woman, <laughs> this woman is insane. <laughs> Has like a six hundred dollar stroller and all this like real baby shit, and she there were two dolls like I'm talking like plastic eyes like they looked kind of real like they were expensive dolls in the stroller. I was like this woman's insane. Like yeah. people like this should not be allowed to be in public transportation. You don't need to be out in public. <laughs> like this is like as if you were a ten year old girl walking around and like dressing up your dolls in makeup and shit like. You're really investing time and resources into dolls like this and like fucking up people's go home commute. It was the it was so crazy. You know, man. People are weird, man. People are fucking weird. Yeah. So I, I mean, what I would like to conclude with, I guess, is when you're on public transportation, like be on your toes, <laughs> like understand what you're getting yourself into. Yeah. Be okay with like having your personal space completely eviscerated, Invaded. like you will not have personal space. Yeah. And like sometimes you will sometimes you will sometimes if you you get a seat like you get a seat yeah you're pretty good yeah i mean i'm not gonna lie though like when i get seats like we're you know i'm not like a skinny dude but i'm like i feel like i'm i'm smaller in stature yeah like i'll have a seat and you you know like yeah people like look at you as they go by on, on the seats they're gonna pick and sometimes people just will choose not to sit next to you yeah bro i don't know what it is every single time it's it's large people for me, dog. Like, yeah. I get crushed. So I just like can't even sit in the seats. Like I Yo, just get crushed. But shout out to all those people out there that are uh, a little bit larger than normal. We still love you guys. I get crushed. They, no, I'm not <laughs> even talking like weight wise. They might just be like a like a six foot like the only six foot ten dude on the train to sit <laughs> on top of me. Yeah, even you Worst know taller scenario. people. Yeah, with big kneecaps. You so know, like, it you, is what it is. But. You could go for the space. You could go for trying to have like your own seat. But I recommend standing. I mean. I recommend, honestly, just don't take it. Just don't take it. Just live close to, <laughs> just live close to where you work and just be able to walk. I mean, it's a godsend. It's a godsend. All right, that just about does it. Uh, thank you guys again for listening. You know the deal. Follow, subscribe, like, comment, share that shit. Do what you can. We're on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube. Uh, yep, that's it. Stay frothy. See you on the next one.